your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So is China rushing ahead to expand trade with the newly liberated Iran at South Korea's expense? The Korea Trade Investment Promotion Agency recently reported that China is indeed accelerating attempts to dominate the Iranian market. One example would be the railway, 926 kilometres of high-speed railway connecting Tehran and Mashhad. It's a Chinese company that's launched its construction. And with this country's trade dwindling, is the government's goal of tripling exports to Iran over the next three years unrealistic? Joining us for more, Chang Ji-hyung, director of the Middle East and North Africa Centre at the Asan Institute for Policy Studies. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you uh, for having me. Well, that's great. Our pleasure, I'm sure. I'm starting off with uh, the lifting of sanctions on Iran, what it means for us here. What sort of opportunities does this offer the Iranian market? Oh, yes. I mean, in terms of trade and business, Iran is the fourth largest oil producing country in the world. And and besides, I mean, despite the oil-rich country, Iran has relatively sound manufacturing sectors and diverse uh, industries. Thanks to the um, civil revolution of back uh, in 1979. So, and also, I mean, due to the sanctions regime, I mean, ironically, the country or uh, was forced to focus on the inward um, industrialization. So, like, we rich country, but with relatively sound um, manufacturing sectors. So, in terms of human capital, Iran is quite great. I mean, again, mm. in terms of numbers and quality and even gen- gender equality. So, like, 2,000-something Korean small and medium-sized um, companies or really, I mean, active before the sanction and now are ready to jump back into the Iranian market. Well, they might be ready. They want to seize those opportunities, but will they be able to do so? What What are the challenges that they face? You mentioned oil first up at the top of that list of potential opportunities, but we know that uh, there's great controversy over oil supply in the world at the moment. Um, can Can you highlight some of the difficulties we're expecting? I think not really um, particular specific challenges, only for the Korean firms. I mean, many firms have similar challenges uh, now, which is like the competition in the post-sanction Iran. And, you know, like uh, the considering the moves of Western countries and some of the European countries have already started investing Iran very actively about a year ago under the promise of lifting uh, sanctions. And traditionally, France has been a good partner in economy and, and other, like, cultural realm. And, and I know that we are going to talk about the China. Mm. And China is a very aggressive actor there already. So, well, before, know, before we get on to China, uh-huh. maybe we should lay the framework of, of where the government's at at the moment. Because the trade minister's going to be heading to Iran this weekend. There's talk yes. of of uh, enhanced cooperation at presidential level as well. But Mm -hmm. 
there is this criticism at the moment that the government's not really done enough to seize the opportunity of the lifting of sanctions with Iran. There's been talk of businesses taking those opportunities, but the government lacking. What, what would you say about that criticism? Well, I mean, I um, fundamentally agree that the government should act more promptly to seize the current opportunities and chances because, I mean, the timing is really crucial. And also, you know, ch chasing after our competitors, including China, are not really, you know, good at all. But Korea needs to be more cautious about, you know, calculating our long-term interests because, you know, there, there has been... Like nuclear technology cooperation, uh, speculating between the hotliners of Iran and North Korea. I mean, mm. you know, like a certain leader still think that the U.S. is a great set. I mean, Satan hold and um, holding the anti-U.S. position, and most importantly, the Supreme Leader Khamenei is the sole final decision maker of the country. So. We are not really sure that, you know, the rise of, like, a reformist faction led by the um, President Rouhani doesn't really mean that there, there is, like, the cut. I mean, they, they cut the ties with North Korea. So I am worrying about still a little bit um, those, like, circulating uh, technology cooperation between the hotliners of Iran and, and North Korea. Yeah, well, see, that is a major concern in terms of the challenges that businesses could face. It's almost comparable to questions that any business would have, again, if they were to do business at the Kaesong Industrial Complex, you know, were yes, it ever to reopen. Is, is this a secure business route, in other words, or, or is it going to be subject in the future to sanctions or other problems? Um, but China obviously doesn't mind too much that risk because President, no, Xi, Jin <laughs> yeah, I mean, President Xi Jinping and Iranian President Hassan Rouhani agreed last month to build economic ties worth up to $600 billion within the next 10 years. Uh, so what sort of impact had we seen from that visit by a Chinese leader to, to Iran the first time in 14 years? Well, you know, as we all know that the, the China is the country that has taken prompt measure right after the sanctions were lifted. And, and China was the country who was not really active in, in joining the sanctions regime against Iran. And China was has been the um, Iran's biggest oil client, and and you know we we heard about the six hundred billion dollars, you know, the like trade volumes in the future between the two countries, and which is like twelve times larger and bigger of the current um, the trade volumes between the countries. So there is a really great impact there. I mean, at least between the the government sides, and and also those two uh, governments uh, decide to you know, facilitate more cooperation between like uh, the politics, the security, and and nuclear power, etc. etc. I mean, I mean those two uh, leaders like agreed like in uh, 17 different MOUs. So that means you know, really a lot 
I mean, in addition to economic cooperation. Yeah, it makes us wonder if we've already missed the boat. A, a survey by this country's Institute for International Trade, nearly 67% of respondents said here that China is a major competitor. I mean, mm-hmm. is it too late or, or what can be done to, to still forge opportunities for South Korean companies? Actually, I really don't worry much about uh, Chinese, like, rivalry. And that's why I was like, like empathizing, like the government side, meaning that you know, like the presence of China is certainly there since China again was not the active actor in the sanctions. However, the assessment and evaluation uh, about China among Iranians are not re- I mean, it's not really that great I mean, in terms of the, the quality of works and the localization effort by the Chinese government. I mean, Iranians, especially young and moderate, are not really happy about uh, China during the, the sanction era because they, they thought that China has been so kind of like a self-interest-driven actor, only benefiting from... Uh, the, the sanctions regime and the isolated Iranian economy, and and I re, uh, remember the many like many of my colleagues, I mean mostly from the moderate faction and reformists, uh, told me that the the sanctions regime only benefits the China who like getting the cheap oil from Iran, and and Iran and Korea, I mean both countries are just losers of the sanctions regime. Well, it's a very important perspective to be aware of that as well. And thank you for sharing it with us. Maybe it offers some hope to those Korean businesses. Chang Ji-hang, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Chang Ji-hang from the Asan Institute for Policy Studies. Our email's open to you, efmthismorning at gmail.com.